Okay, so this is the first episode uh, with a guest, at least, of the Oshpod. Today we have uh, my man at Ricky Ruff with three Fs, no spaces, from... Well, Rick, tell us where you're from, man. Uh, I'm from Brampton. Uh, well, actually, I'm from uh, just outside the GTA, but Toronto area, anyways. Okay, so around the GTA, uh, for you guys who know that area, uh, Rick was good enough to, to chug through Toronto traffic to make it to episode one of the pod. So, Rick, thank you for that. Ricky, I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. Uh, first, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll have some of those one day. I don't know. Um, okay, so I think probably the thing we should start with in all these episodes, and we'll start with it today. Why did you start going to Oshega? How did you hear about it? What, what's it been like for you? Tell me a bit about your Oshega history. Well, uh, so my friends went in uh, 2011. Uh, she's from, she's got family in Montreal. So they went to this festival. It was the year uh, Eminem and like Kid Cudi was there. He was 2011 the first year? No, uh, 2006, I believe, okay. is the first year. 2006, okay. 2007. Um, so 2011, anyways, I'd never heard of the festival before. I'd never even been to a festival. Um, but I couldn't make it anyways. I couldn't go with them. And then uh, that whole weekend, I was, like, you know, obviously having FOMO because they were at this, like, crazy <laughs> festival that I'd never even heard about where there's, like, so many artists. And I'm like, the fuck? And they started posting videos throughout the weekend. And on uh, the Sunday, she posted a video of Cypress Hill. And, like, she was so close to the stage, and I got total chills all over my body. I was like, yo, next year, I'm, like, 100% going. Next year, uh, yeah, went for my first time, and it, like, it changed me so much. Like, I'd never been to anything like that before, and then it just, like, the person I was before to the person I was after, they're two different people. Like, now I'm just, that's all I do. It's almost like a blessing and a curse. Like, a lot of good things came out of it. A lot of it is, you know, we're six years later, and... uh that's all I'm doing now. It's <laughs> just going I, to like <laughs> the festival. The festivals are nuts, man. Like I know I'm in, I'm in kind of a similar boat when I, I think the first time I went was, what was it? It was the year outcast headlined the chili peppers headline. What was that 2014? Something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah that's so right. That, that, that was for sure. I went, I'd never been to a festival either. And like that atmosphere, dude, I will never stop going to these things until I'm like old and crippled or something. Oh, dude, I know, uh, I know. Or until or until my girlfriend tells me no more. But <laughs> the thing the, the thing the thing about these festivals is that like the the money you spend, like I don't I don't know, I won't ask like what your living situation is. I don't care. Everyone's in different boats, but I always find money to go to these stupid parks in other provinces for concerts people I've never heard of before. The undercard is just small print nobodies and I'll still show up at these these shows and and have yeah. a good time. So I know what you're saying when like the when you say like the atmosphere and all that and the person you become after is, is different because you're absolutely right. It is. Well, I, I don't even really use I've got a Virgin Mobile cell phone. I got a company phone that I mostly use, but I, I, I pay for the stupid fucking uh, extra account. <laughs> I literally almost like like I keep it just as like kind of a backup, but I almost keep it more than anything because I can get the Virgin Mobile presale on the Monday before the tickets go on sale. So I get it a day before just to say I already got my ticket. This is like an early indicator of some kind of mental illness. Yeah, for sure. For I'm sure. Scientists knocked on your door. Yeah. Like we got to find this guy with phone plan. Just to get the, yeah, just to get the, the one day advance. And it's, it's not like they sell, they sell out, right? Like they don't, they, uh, they haven't sold out. I don't think any year I've gone, even uh, though, even so, the years it was on the Island, like before they, they moved to the track. I don't think it sold out a year. I went. Yeah. So they, they technically sell out the, uh, the three day passes almost, Every year they claim they sell it out. Last year they claimed on the Friday it sold out. Um, the the 2013 year with Mumford and Sons it sold out in uh, June. Uh, that was Mumford like the crazy... and Sons was a sellout year. Yeah, the Sunday man. So because like I, I was able to sell, I bought tickets like uh, I bought like four tickets when they went on sale. 
And then I had two of my friends bailed, so I sold them. And, like, I don't like to, like, scam people, like, at all. Like, so I tried to sell them pretty much at cost, but people were offering me, like, ridiculous amounts. So I ended up selling – I bought them for, like, 220 and I think I sold them for 280 each. That's um, good. On the Sunday, I was – I kept asking scalpers every day, like, what they were selling the day passes for. And on the Sunday, they were selling – day passes for five hundred dollars for the what do the Sunday. day passes usually go for a hundred bucks yeah it's like like a slightly more like it'd be uh i don't know what the percentage increases but it's basically like uh if the whole weekend's 320 then each day is going to work out to be like 130 140 or something like that right so this is not only a man who keeps an extra phone but a man who has done the percentage math associated <laughs> with, the, with the daily the daily okay i'm I obsessed man. I, i'm obsessed listen, i'm obsessed listen, with this, the festival the, half the reason half the reason i wanted to start doing the pod is because i see the the activity in that uh subreddit pick up and i know it's gonna start coming in heavy pretty soon i thought well, the line was supposed to drop today what was it wasn't no, it like a release today or something no, no been doing the last couple of years is they release like a teaser about a week before they do the lineup so the lineup should like the teaser should come next week sometime if it's uh. staying on par with when the lineup usually drops but uh they used to do it uh when way home was happening in ontario here they started uh dropping the festival uh lineup in february to beat uh, to the compete. way home festival to compete with them then way home folded and they went back to like mid-march now uh is when way, they way home drop the lineup. A sad imposter festival. oh man I- I couldn't believe they started that. And they had a pretty good lineup the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the OG. They tried to right? climb too fast, too big, right? Like, you look at yeah. uh, Oshiega, it took them years. I think Nick Farkas even said they, like, barely made any money, like, the first couple of years getting it off the ground. But, um, yeah. like, the way they, they did it, like, all these festivals are trying to, like, jump in now and just, like, dive right in. Whereas, like, guys like Nick Farkas that, like, uh, started Oshiega, they're, like, he's, like, when you read him, like, you, like, if you listen to me right now, you think I'm kind of obsessed with the festival. Like, I mean, he is just, he's what, like, inspires me to be obsessed with the festival. Like, uh, he was saying last year how he sends, like, people to, like, Coachella and Lollapalooza just to get feedback to figure out, like, what they did right and what they did wrong so they can, like, steal from it, basically, and improve their festival. Um, what was the first year you went, 2014? Yeah, it was the, yeah. the Ocast, Chili yeah. Peppers, and uh, who was the other headliners? Arctic Monkeys, who I don't think are that good, and they're not good live either. I'll stand by that. That's a hill I'm willing to die on. Arctic Monkeys, not good. Live. That's how I felt about Chili Peppers, to be honest with you, man. I didn't. Th- I, I didn't. Did, enjoy I don't remember them. much of the Chili Peppers. Like I wasn't. Wasn't Chili Peppers it, 2016? Like, I I don't know if they were 2016. Yeah, I think chili, they were. Pepper, I think they were before that. I, I, last I, year, I know, last year I know was Chili like Peppers were 2016 for sure. Um, I couldn't. I can't remember the lineup from 2014. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull it right yeah, now. Yeah, that'd, that'd know, be a good. I know Elcast. Elcast was the first. Uh, the first year I went. I think. I think. I know that's. I know that's for sure. Either 2014 or 2015. Elcast, Jack White, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Who did I say? Elcast, Chili Peppers. So Chili Peppers was another year. Yeah, you're right. Elcast was the first year. That goes to show what kind of state of mind I'm in when I'm at these shows. Yo, that, that's like that's <laughs> totally fine though, because I always like laugh at my friends uh, when. You know, the lineup would drop and some of my friends would be like, oh, it's not really what I was expecting. And I just like always tell people, I'm like, yo, it's not about the lineup. Like, no, it's not. It's I, not. I usually go there and there's only usually about one or two artists that I really go out of my way to see. Everyone else, I just follow friends. Oh, I really like this person. Yeah, I'll go check them out. Nobody that's at that festival is a second rate band. You know, like everybody no, that's know. there deserves to be there. Uh, I usually end that's up a good point. Uh, this Sunday last year. My friends uh, brought me to uh, trombone on the uh, Sunday there, and I had no clue where they were, nothing, knew nothing about them. First time we waited uh, to be, like, front rail, basically. So we got at the front rail while a show was going on behind us uh, 
on uh i think it was on mountain so we were over at river and yeah. fucking so like it's the first time i've been that close and like i had no clue who these people were i lost my mind like i was it was unbelievable wow. you know and like the well, sunday line what kind of music is that they're like um like literally how it sounds like a bunch of them play like the tr- like there's like nine ten guys up on stage all playing different instruments and they uh it's all brass or it's just like instruments at large uh, yeah like brass guitar um vocals uh they had like three chicks singing i remember uh oh geez that sounds yeah nice. yeah it was awesome though man but that's what i mean like the festival any especially on the sunday that whole lineup is designed just for you to like there's no one yeah, on right. the uh, at the main stage areas that are is uh, a bad time you know yeah, the Sunday, I always found the Sunday, like, sort of recovery day lineup, especially in the afternoon when people are coming from, like, two, three-day hangovers or more in some cases, like, not to mention if you have yeah. other devices, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're having a hard time. So, those Sunday, I appreciate those Sunday main stage shows that are, like, kind of low-key, but they're still good. They're always good. How do you get through uh, the Sunday? How do, how do you find getting through the Sunday? I don't mind, but, I, I, like, I don't know what you're – what your pre-festival like game plan is like i don't mean like i don't mean like your morning of morning of is important but like i don't know what you do during the year but i find that uh when i describe this to people a lot of people watch that show the challenge eh, on mtv okay and like those those guys those guys probably do nothing but lift weights uh eat healthy sleep well all year and then they basically cash it in for two weeks or three weeks however long that show goes for that's how i feel about the festival you're basically doing everything right all year, and then for three days you burn the candle out. See, I'm the opposite. I'm just training like like 362 until Oceania, and then it's that, like that, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing I'm doing nothing all year. I'm doing nothing all year. Like I'm staying in shape, eating good, sleeping good, and then those three days I don't do anything. Yeah, I no. When I mean tra- when I mean training, like I mean I like I'm I'm partying at other events, getting ready. For oh. that. <laughs> that's a different kind of training. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like by the time I get Oshiega, I'm in like peak summer form. I've been doing it all summer, and uh, that is true. It's late in the season. I, uh, I but like after Oshiega, like I have to book the entire, almost the entire week off after. Cause, how how like, old are you? Uh, I just turned thirty. Yeah, so I'm 31. I know, I know the feeling with the week off. I never yeah. did that when I was 26. Now I have to do it all the time. Well, it's it, to be honest, with you, a lot of it's like the uh, post. Uh, festival to like come down to like sure you know sure. like it's, it's not even so much like all like the uh you know whatever my vice is i'm not gonna let, say that on air but uh of course but a lot of that is it's not even that it's just that like you go from having like the best time that you could ever imagine in this like like imaginary amazing this place. is exactly how i feel and then exactly and then it's gone and you're just like this is back to reality and it's it's hard to like adjust to that because that those three days that i'm there i can't get the smile off my face like oh i know and like it's amazing that I even, I say to buddies of mine that like, you know, not that I'm old, but like way older than some of the guys I drink with. And so like, I'll tell them like, now I can't have two and three beers without a hangover, but that three days you can basically like bend it and be fine. Cause like you're saying, it's just, it's, it's a sick, sick Yeah. Well, I'd like my uh, three day rule is like on the third day, uh, a guy that I I party with occasionally, he's a little bit rougher guy, but I went with him the first few years I went to the festival. <laughs> is he gonna hear the pod? Does he like yeah, it? he'll probably he'll know who I'm talking about too because I always quit in front of him as my rough, rougher friend. But uh, good, great guy. But uh, on the Sunday, like I was so hurt, and he this guy just woke up at eight a.m. He's like, "Buddy, just start drinking." And yeah. so every year, that's what I've done. Like I I find like my tolerance is so high by the third day that I don't really get. I probably drink the most of any of the days on the Sunday, but I never, I'm like the most coherent of the three days. Yeah. Cause I'm not like, it's a t- I'm it's not a like day. slamming drinks to get drunk. I'm just like getting enough into me that like it like tricks my body into not knowing what I've done the last two or three days. 
that like I can power like I have the most fun on the Sunday. It's probably worse for me the next day, but it allows me to enjoy that Sunday as well as I could anyways. You don't want to give it up. I, was, I think maybe we should talk to the O'Shea people about putting something on the Sunday day pass. Like like the slogan should be tricking your body into not knowing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should be on that should be on the I also hydrate day. like crazy the whole weekend like I never don't have my camel pack pounded full of water I think everybody does though because um, that's like the, it's so easy to do and yeah. the consequences are if you don't are brutal well, like, you can, you can almost tell people that haven't been to a festival for it based yeah. on like seeing somebody severely dehydrated because they haven't learned sunburn, you know? sunburn. yeah sunburn <laughs> like they just don't know you know because like I like I constantly just see people and I'm always like uh I don't know if you went to the electronic stage at all last year Always. But uh, yeah, time, that, that's where I spend like 80% of my time. Dude, too. it's amazing. Yeah, oh. of course. Anyways, we, we can, I got to get into that about you too. Cause that floating stage last year was just, oh. Okay. So, t- okay. Tell me. So the, I was going to say, uh, we should talk about your favorite stage, but now I know what it is. Okay. So hundred percent. Fa- I course. close out the electronic so, stage almost every night. So, I rarely close out. So the let me stage. ask you, let me ask you then. Do you like the floating stage like it was last year with the t- with the tighter tolerances on the bounce, or like it was the first year when they probably could have sunk the thing? Both they had another were cool. On it? Both were cool. Um, because for Zed's dead, uh, like when everybody was bouncing, the water was coming up through. You know, yeah. like that was yeah. it was a cool experience. The capacity, like when they wiped the what capacity. What was the capacity the first year? Was uh, it like five hundred people? No, it was more than that. I think it was um, I, I heard discrepancies. Uh, I, I think it was about a thousand or something like that. Was it? Yeah, it was okay. around a thousand people. Um, the first year, second year, there was no capacity limit, right? Because they doubled it up. There was no capacity yeah. limit. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're there for a track on the Saturday, and before that, that was a great like, show. yeah, but like before that, it had never it never filled up to that capacity like it did on the Saturday on the Friday. So when a track came out and then uh, dropped heads will roll and everybody just started moving, all of a sudden for the first time, the entire floor just started shifting back and forth. So people were like, uh, I was there for res. People were figuring out that if everybody like rode in unison, that you could shift the stage, like the dance floor back and forth. And it, it had to be like, the. it was like enough that like you'd get like fucked up that like you almost feel like you were going to fall, but it wasn't enough to like <laughs> take you off your feet, but it was enough to be like, holy shit, there's like enough force being driven from te- like, you know, I, I don't know what, it would have filled up actual capacity wise, but I imagine it was like probably three, I'd say about 3,000 people close to how or many, anything. Because they, like, they sell like what, 25,000 tickets, right? Yeah, well, so they, they claim like 3,000 is not that They many. claim uh, like the max capacity each day is about 44,000. So they yeah. claim for the weekend it's like 156 or whatever it is. Uh, Come on. 152. That's what they claim for the whole weekend, but they count the, the weekend passes as each person is an individual. Day oh, okay. and uh, yeah. th- I think the weekend passes they sell probably somewhere around like uh, twenty five thousand. Because the park's not passes. busy enough for there to be one hundred fifty thousand people there. No, no, uh, but that's what they claim over three days, right? But it's really, it's really probably a total of like seventy thousand people total uh, go to the fucking festival over three days. Um, that's just yeah. That's probably that's about the right number. It's gotta um, be. But uh, like with the capacity increase, uh, they said they're not going to increase the capacity the first year. But like it will, it is going up to uh, sixty five thousand a day. Like they're able to handle for the new uh, once they go back to Il Saint Helene there this year. Yeah. Okay, so what is the how, how, what's the best way to phrase this? Okay, so you went to see a track. Yeah. Sick show. Great show. Yeah, it was Canadian, awesome. Oh, he brought sick, his mom out. He brought show. his mom out. <laughs> I, it was amazing. Yeah. That was a great show. Great moment. Now you you said you went to Res too. Yes. Okay. Res. 
another hill I'm willing to die on. Overrated show. To be honest, Alan Walker crushed it so hard. I didn't even care about Rez. I, I thought I enjoyed really? Alan Walker so much that like because I wasn't expecting yeah, yeah, anything yeah. from him. I just thought he was. I just knew that one song faded by him, so I wasn't really expecting anything. Yeah. To me, I and it could be one of those moments where I was just like kind of. I was in a very good like moment, like personally. Yeah, sure. So that sure. like it didn't really matter what was playing in front of me. It could have been one of those things, but I enjoyed it <laughs> so much that uh, by the time Rez came out, I didn't even really care what she was playing. She dropped a track by Earl Grime, and that was probably the only time that I like. Yeah, she it. did. Pre- yeah, she played Pressure. pressure yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Pressure. Yeah, <laughs> it was Pressure. Yeah. That. Fuck, that's um, a good song. Yeah. But yeah, she was she was overrated. I know a lot of the people. Like I, I know the chat last year. There's like a chat that was going for a long time. Uh, and th- they were talking about Rez being like a hype act, and I thought, like, all right, I'll give her, I go, I'll give her a spin. She's from St. Catharines, right? She's local too. Yep, yep. And uh, I, I don't know. I didn't think she's, I didn't think she's that good on on Spotify. And then, I, like, seeing her live, it was okay. But I, I think, think it's like, one of those like things said, where she's, she's got a really passionate following too. So people yeah. overhype her like a lot. Um, I think if she was the only act playing on that stage, like, like you said, Walker was great. A track was great. I'm pretty sure Sophie Tucker played. Uh, not Sophie Tucker. Um, Toki Monster played too Saturday as well. I, I think it was Saturday. It could have been Friday. But like those acts, those like not small, but like smaller than Rez was. They were way better. I thought. Yeah. High energy, better crowd. Well, it's it's weird too because it's something I didn't start noticing until uh, like probably like my third or fourth year. And I don't know if it's something they were doing the whole time. But on the electronic stage, some acts won't get the full volume and shit like that. So it gets like toned down. Uh, is that confirmed? That's a, it's a hundred percent. Like it's because I spent so much time at the electronic stage. Like I, uh, we were there in so in twenty sixteen. My buddy was a big fan of Lane Eight, and so like we went there, and oh, it was Lane so great. and Lane Eight was so good. But I was yeah. like, I couldn't believe that I could have a full conversation right in front of the stage with my buddy. And then I started realizing that they kind of like die down some sets. It's like based on probably what they deem as like what they're paying certain performers. What they I don't really know that side of it. I just know that some artists get more privilege. It's kind of like how, like, Rez, when she's the headliner, she gets, like, full effect everything, you know? Every yeah, lights, every lights full being lights, used, full, full pyro, everything, yeah. right? So it's meant to be yeah, the yeah. finale show, so she gets everything, you know? Um, yeah, you might be right. I remember thinking that about um, about Gorgon City last year. Yeah. And it was a little quiet, now that you mentioned that. Um, they, I, I do like that they started... Uh, because when I first went, like, my favorite thing about the trunk stage is they would just pass off after pass off, you know? Like, they would pass off the decks oh, to the yeah, next yeah, person. Yeah. So cool. And then uh, they stopped doing that. Uh, and I, I kind of figured out why. Because it was, like, it gives people, like, a break in between the sets to go get a drink, take a piss. They need it. You, yeah. They need it pretty much. But now, I found last year they would do, like, three in a row and then take a little break. And then, like, you know, like, some tunes would be playing, but nobody would be up there. And then they'd come back and do, like, another three in a row. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I found that really cool because the main stage was doing that. The main stage was like alternating like three sets at a time that like when one would end, the next one would start right up. Right. And uh, that's that was always like my favorite thing about Oshiega was that you can basically be in one area and it'll just keep going for like hours at a time. Question for you. Yeah? Since you like the water stage and the EDM max and I'm with you, I'm big, big on EDM. I run, I do a lot of, a lot of lifting weights. So like I know the EDM grind is real. And yeah. It's yeah. Sick. Do you think, or did you see? I guess I should start with. Did you see the Antword? Yes. Was was that 
better than any EDM show you've seen at that festival? Um, <laughs> or is that just me? To be honest, with you, I, w- I wouldn't say it was better because for me, the like, visuals in that show. Th- yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I seen DM it a couple times actually. Oh yeah. Um, okay. and like, it, like yeah, they put on it. It's it's hard to compare it because it's such a. Di- it's like it's like stealing from like a lot of EDM effects, but. Yeah. Uh, it, like they kind of bring their own style to it. That's like hard to compare them to anybody, you know. So it's it, it was like as a show, like yeah, and like I love. Uh, I got a couple tracks by them that I really enjoy. So yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say it was the best electronic show to be honest with you. Um, Odeza last year was probably one of the best. Like like that it was, was a great show. It was yeah. this oh, uh, yeah. these uh, couple that we met at the electronic stage. They had Odeza tattoos on them. So and like the, I, what, I the, the symbol there, yeah, the symbol. So they yeah. were like hyping it so much that like, man, you've gotta, you've gotta check Odeza. I'm like, all right, like you've confirmed it for me. I'm definitely going to Odeza. And <laughs> you like, weren't I, gonna go. Well, I, it's not that I wasn't gonna go. I just I wasn't like hell bent on it until I oh met these people, god. and then I was oh like, my god, and I was so happy because I was like, if I had missed that, I would have been really Dude, upset. That show was nuts. Oh, that it was, was it was nuts. incredible. The first year I went, those guys played on the EDM stage. Yep, like, yep. In the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, so uh, when, when I saw them there, like, like it was such a total change because it was not, it was nothing like what I saw last year from them. Like they just, <laughs> they blew it, they blew it out of the water. It's, it that's, was it's a cool thing a lot of people don't pick up on at Oceaga is uh, every year they do one main stage electronic act. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think people, I think people I, know that. some people do, but like only really people that have been going for like years. A lot of people don't know it's kind of like a theme for the festival, and it's like really, it's, I think it's something you can't miss uh, ever. To be honest with you, I think you have to go there for whoever it is because it's going to be like when you get that many people. Like, I don't know if you saw Major Laser the year before. Oh, yeah, that's um, so sick too. But it yeah. was like, I didn't even really care for Major Laser, but being surrounded by like 25,000 people yeah, for like, a show like that, show. it was awesome. That was a sick you know? show. Did you go see Diplo afterwards at, uh, where do you play? New City Gas, I, I think? I had, New, City, New I, City Gas somewhere else. Yeah, I think it was New City Gas. Yeah. Um, I had tickets for it. I could not make it. That <laughs> I, was a that was another outstanding. Yeah, show. we I outstanding. did. I did Zed's Dead the night before. Afterwards, usually we only do one after party, um, either the Thursday or the Friday. Like we do like a pre party or an after party on the Friday. Sad, after that, man, sad. I can't. I I give it all at Oceaga, and I don't have anything left in the tank. Like afterwards, like I go nonstop for about eleven hours. I try to get there like within the first like between 12 and one. And once I'm in there, like I'm just going like, <laughs> like I give it everything. I leave everything at the festival. Cause that's what I want. That's what I'm there for. Right. So are you, it's, uh, are, so you're, so you're like, a, a, you're a guy who gets to the gates at like th- when it starts. Cause when's it open? Oh, it was at one o'clock. Right? So uh, you 12. It, it opens, probably, it opens you at, 12. at 12. First um, acts at one. First acts at one. Yeah. yeah um, okay. no, so you're going to the gates early. Eh? We've, uh, I've never gone there. I always try to time it because it's stupid to go right for noon. Because you'll be there in the lineup of people waiting. What you really want to do is get there just afternoon because it'll allow that first rush to get past and then you can literally just like almost walk right to it. This guy's um, considered everything. Oh, you've yeah. Considered, yeah. You've considered everything. <laughs> you, should one, be, you should write a manual. Yeah, well, one year, uh, the first year that they moved uh, locations there, uh, we ended up like sneaking through a side entrance and then getting caught in between like the, uh, the main entrance and uh, the bridge. So we hit on top of the stairs there where you go up over the the road there and uh um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and back down so we just hit up there for about half an hour until the gates actually opened up because we got we wanted to get there early but we ended up like sneaking in and then we ended up being like uh fucking like probably like top first like 10 people inside uh the new location That's sick. so it was That's cool sick. right because we like i wanted to check it out i was excited to see like this new spot um 
Like, I'm ready for it to be back at the old spot. Oh man, and like I don't know if you've seen like what they have planned for it. I have. Um, it is fucking crazy. Like the main stage area is gonna be, uh, like it just looks amazing. I'm kind of concerned because they've got a live camera feed of you can watch the construction right now. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you can watch the, it, and the, it looks like they still have so much work to do. And like it's been kind of like making me nervous because I was like, you know, why haven't they announced? The it's festival like on... looks like Firefest. Yeah, well, like that's what I'm worried about, right? Because I'm well, I'm thinking that maybe they don't want to say exactly. for sure that it's going to be on Il Saint Helene until they're like 100 percent confirmed. Well, you but... think? You think? Well, no, I don't think that anymore because they announced uh, Montreal 77 uh, is going to be at Il Saint Helene. So, and that's like months okay. before. It's months before. Oh, okay, okay. So, if it's going to be there, then I assume that they'll be. They know they're going to be ready. So. They spent two years on it. Like, how can they not be fucking ready? You know, like, buddy, I'll tell you, I I work for the government. I know what government takes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. So two it's two years tr- is like a, that's an expedited job for any government body. So good yeah, if they can make it happen. It turns out that a bunch of kids drinking and doing other things just get just about anyone to get to work and fix something like that. Yeah, because they expanded they expanded the capacity right by yeah. quite a bit. Uh, well, they're not doing it for the first like the, the park will be able to hold not this year, but uh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's twenty oh, twenty thousand people is potentially going to go by because my understanding of it is, and I'm not I have never been able to confirm this, but some people if this is what somebody told me is that for the festival to have a capacity, they have to be able to hold the entire capacity of the park in one area. So the main mm. stage was always set up that it could hold all 44,000 people at the yeah. main stage area if it had to. So you yeah. can't go bigger than like one area basically for capacity limits. So the new amphitheater is designed to handle 65,000 people. So Did you just use the A word? They're calling it an amphitheater Yeah, over yeah there? That, that's what they're calling it. It's a permanent right? spot okay. now. It's going to like compete with like a... Uh, like Budweiser, right? The Budweiser stage here in Toronto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like 27,000 people or something like that. So it'll be like, you know, more than double that. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. I had no, I had no idea they were putting in like hard well, so like I knew they were doing The new stuff, amphitheater, but... it backs right onto the water. So the backdrop now for the main stages is going to be the landscape of Montreal. Should have been the whole time. Should have been the whole, should've should've been the whole been, time. Exactly, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why they ever did it a different way. Yeah, I have no idea either, right? But yeah. I, I think some of it was worried about projecting the sound, I imagine, over um, to, uh, to the Longay up on the mountain there. The people that always right. complain about it every year, right? Because I know that was... I've a heard big, this before, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a big issue, right? Those people, like, every year, like, petition to, like, stop Oshiega. It, Can you imagine being that much of a dope that you're calling the city about a uh, fuck it? And, and it ends, at, it ends like, at eleven, you know, other than Travis I know. Scott. But I mean, usually, yeah, it, but he, yeah, but he's got problems at the border everywhere <laughs> yeah. he goes. According, according <laughs> to Travis Scott, he does. You guys, you guys, never been across. Well, the Nick Farkas was saying he forgot his cell phone too, so they went. He went and doubled back for his cell phone. <laughs> Oh my god, these guys can't have Scott at the festival. He was okay though. I thought he was honestly. Right I, he's, he's like a hype. Yeah, player. it was. It was. It made it like awesome to watch because he showed up the way that he did and just like slammed yeah. out like a 45 minute set you know and yeah 30 it was good He's 20 000, like uh 20 year old white kids just like belting every lyric i was like yo amazing <laughs> this, is, amazing. this is amazing this is what life is about this is where we yeah, are now. yeah instagram likes is currency and travis Scott <laughs> from a bunch of 20 year old kids this is where we are <laughs> glad glad to be here oh yeah for sure right Okay, I'm gonna bang out a couple of rapid fire questions okay, yeah. for you. You answer, answer, keep your answers under, let's say, thirty seconds. Okay. Yep, okay. Yep. okay. Uh, best show you've ever seen in Oshiega. Oh shit. Uh, honestly, I, I always kind of circle back to Mumford and Sons. Uh, God, I was afraid you were gonna say that. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? I, to be honest with you, it just 
I was so far back on the hill, and like to be honest with you, man, I, I was in the perfect place, like uh, physically, and like I was with like a like a really good friend, and like it just it just everything lined up good for me that I really enjoyed it. Um, there's, there's been a lot of um, a lot of colorful descriptions of uh, your physical state, and probably also my physical <laughs> I, I, state. I don't want, I don't so want, far, I don't want to say it, like because you know, like you I, shouldn't, you shouldn't. I, I, no, I, it's like it. uh, it's good. I appreciate the you know, because it's it's up to people to determine what I'm talking about. I could just be talking about you know, maybe I smoked a little bit of weed. I don't know. Of it's course, not a, it's, let everyone it's not, let everyone tangle. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not own, trying to promote because uh, the festival is not about that. You know, like uh, the That's festival right. is more right. about you know the atmosphere and the music. Everything else is just bonus. So. But yeah, okay. Mumford and Sons is your favorite. I can't believe that. I'm surprised after all the after all the talking you did about the EDM stage. I, 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 know, I know, I know, I know. But it always just. But here we are, Mumford. It just I don't know. Okay. It just clicked with okay. me, so I, I, that's what I gotta go with. Ricky, a man of surprises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gotta switch your it least up. Favorite show? Give me, give me your least favorite. Give me your least favorite um, undercard and least favorite main stage because I know there's underachievers on the main stage. Black Keys. Um, the second year they played, I think it was twenty. Maybe it was 22. It might have been even the first year, the 2012 show. Uh, it was like the only time at Oceaga that I've ever had. Like, I felt like the sound quality was fucking terrible. Uh, they had been dealing yeah, like, with rain all day. So I imagine that fucked up a lot of the, uh, like, just like the speakers and shit like that. All the moisture in the air probably fucked a lot of things up. I've never yeah. had that issue at Oceaga. Because for me, I always like brag about how amazing Oceaga is for their sound quality. Like, you can be anywhere almost, <laughs> you can be almost anywhere around that main stage and you can hear it like crystal clear. You know, they do such a good job of staging the speakers that... They uh, do do a great yeah. job with it. Um, but yeah, Black I'd say Black Keys was probably... It just always pissed me off because I was like, yo, it sucks. <laughs> That's your, so that, what's that? Main stage. Give me your worst undercard act. Uh, fuck. Um... Oh man! I didn't qualify undercard for you. Give me, give me like, give me like. So undercard can be anyone under the top line. So no headliners, but give me something else. Um, uh, you know what? I guess I could circle back to like uh, Lane Eight. I was just really disappointed with the sound. They were awesome. Uh, it was like they, this. What got me into Lane Eight was like pretty much that set because my buddy was really big into them. Uh, just the uh, the sound. I was just really disappointed that like the sound was so quiet that it like ruined it for me. I couldn't get over yeah. it while it was happening. I just kept talking about like I wish it was louder. Why can't it be louder? And I couldn't like I could just couldn't <laughs> get past it. You know, <laughs> I was like I didn't want to hear my friends talking to each other. You know, I just wanted to hear the music at that point. Your friends but, are gonna love hearing this pod. All the oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, they're gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> We, Yo, I'd like to give I'd like to guy. give a shout out to uh, Petty and uh, AFK. Uh, those are two guys that I uh, brought to the festival with me. They're on their uh, fourth and fifth years, respectively. Get them on the pod. Yeah, I'll, they, I'll, they, I'll get, they can give well, you a shout this, out, or they can speak. Yeah, 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 about yeah. You. Oh yeah, I'm sure they got. They'll probably have a couple stories, you know. <laughs> What about uh, your favorite place to stay? Where you guys usually where you guys usually shack up? Airbnbs, man. We always just uh, I we did where hotels the first where two years. Stay? Where do you stay? What's your what's, to be your, honest, what's your neighborhood? We, we try to stay. Um, I think it's uh, Laval is like way um, uh, east, kind of uh, or okay. west uh, of Montreal there, and uh, it's 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 pretty much like off the island at that point of Montreal. Uh, That's we, good. We stayed there the uh, in twenty fourteen. We literally couldn't even get served cigarettes at the uh, grocery at a convenience store. Like that, we walked in there speaking English, and they were just like, just looked at me, and they were like, "Get out, get out!" It's harsh, like, eh? Yeah, and I couldn't believe harsh, it. I was harsh like, world Whoa. for you. I, I just, I didn't know, I didn't know it was an actual thing. You know that some areas they like just hate fucking English people. You know, like I didn't. It's, it's 
it's like that in a few a few spots. I remember once yeah, I yeah, my yeah, first year there, I, I went to pick up, uh, I was looking for like cream or milk at a coffee shop and I picked up the yogurt and the guy behind the counter like absolutely tore a strip off me. That is yogurt. He's yelling at me. I thought, okay, man, sorry. Like it's on ice by the coffee. What did you think I was going to steal the yogurt? Like I don't have a spoon. Does it look like I'm in any condition to be down with yogurt? <laughs> I'm not walking out of here with you, yeah, dairy, man. you know, Just looking for something to put in my coffee. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like that's a very small, like, uh, you know, uh, percentage of the of like yeah, interactions yeah, I've had with uh, Quebec people because most of the time everybody there is awesome. You know, like I've, I love Montreal. I, I think it's it's probably the coolest city you can go to in Canada as it far is as I'm concerned. Spot. Like it's very open. Like you can do a lot there, so it's pretty fun. It is a dope spot. Okay, last question, Ricky. What is the most likes you have on an Instagram post? Uh, I gotta look through because I just added you on Instagram before this pod. To be honest, I, gotta, you, uh, I, see. I had a banger. I think that hit like. 53 likes one time and like yeah it was it was a big deal for me at the time i like 53 yeah i couldn't believe it man i was like i made it you know like once you cross that is that high i feel is that high or is that low that's probably low uh, but for me it was like it's obviously i'm talking about my highest like count right um it's a thumper you got a 61 on here oh yeah get out get out with the maple leaf shed yeah but that's like cheating right because it's not really me still that's not (laughs) what do you mean it's not you it's not your account you put it yeah, I know, but like, like people are liking the dog, you know? Like, my, my dog gets more – my dog's probably, like, half my followers, to be honest with you. So we have so we have you – I'm looking at a couple of your pictures now. We got you, some girl in the pink tank top. We got you and a couple of your pals. We got – these are all, almost all Oshiega, which is great. Even though yeah. it's once a year, <laughs> half your shit is from if, the If you go into, like, my uh, my tagged uh, section, there's a lot more, like, Oshiega pics pretty much. Like, This is great. I love this fucking podcast already. Okay, yeah. Ricky, thank you for coming on. You're the first guest. Where can people find you if they want to get a hold of you? What's your uh, you, can, you can get a hold of me at uh, Ricky Ruff, that's with three Fs, uh, on Instagram. This, uh, this summer, I plan on doing a lot more social media interactions. Uh, it's always been my lifelong dream to get it on uh, Brochiega. Uh, it's a dope Instagram account. <laughs> if you haven't followed them, I always try to get on every year, try Jesus. to wear a bro outfit. They, they haven't got me on yet, but this might be the year. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm willing to give out, uh, personally, if, uh, okay, okay. but, uh, <laughs> uh, big thing I want to shout out to the, uh, Oceaga subreddit guys. Um, it's been a huge, like, it's been awesome to be a part of that group this year. Like it's really caught on. I feel like, uh, the, the length that it came from last year, like the activity in it has just been like way more than I've ever seen in that, uh, subreddit. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see that right now. It's pumping. Um, I love it. Defi- I really want to try to organize a uh, subreddit meetup somewhere. I thought that'd be cool. Like, Dude, you know, something like that. There, so. there was a chat running for a long time, and there was a, an incident last year. But I'm still willing to to do a subreddit slash chat meetup. If maybe I get someone from that chat, yeah, the pod, yeah, yeah, get some, the, yeah, yeah, get the podcast going. I'll come back for the tenth episode and uh, <laughs> the <laughs> anniversary. I, I, episode. Yeah, the anniversary episode. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, Ricky, thanks, man. I appreciate. Yeah, your time. no, I appreciate you having me on, man. I really appreciate it.